Thank you. Praise the Lord. It's good to be together Sunday morning, time for the Lord to, for the Lord to move. Now, before I will share the word and pray, I want to just uh, prepare you. I came from Israel. English is my third language. So uh, when I speak English, I do mistakes sometimes and have my accent. And in Israel, we speak fast. So if you lose track of what I'm saying, just raise your hand, okay? Just wave. Let me see. Right? And don't say amen. Then I know you, you give me a sign. Okay, I'm here with the wonderful people. We travel together with uh, Yaakov that came from Israel with me. Yes, please. And thank you. And Pastor Harley and Pastor Karen. Could you stand up, please? They are from Indiana. Yes, American Indiana. <laughs> they are pastors here in America, and it's the first church that ever invited me to preach in English. I was practicing. They were so gracious. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Pastor. Well, uh, God is moving in the world. God is moving in Israel. And I know for sure he's moving in America, he's moving in your life. And sometimes we see it, we see it obviously. And sometimes it's really like, kind of like really God is doing something, it's something happening. But he is on the move all the time. We live in Israel and just living in the land and see what's going on around us and what's written in the Bible. It's just amazing. Biblical prophecies that been given to us 3,200 years ago, 4,000 years ago, 2,000 years ago, they come in to pass as we speak. And I can tell you for sure, we live in a very special time. We live in, in historical time, not only hysterical time, but historical time <laughs> when God is moving and doing history. We live in, in the days of the Bible, literally. We live in the days prophets been prophesying about, and we face in events that written in the Bible. And if you use the line "living in America," because America not really in the Bible, but it's work of God. That's for sure. You know, that's the nation that was raised by God and created by God. And I know we all know history. We all know wrong things in the history, all the mistakes of the history. Yes. People always messing up things, but God is always repairing and restoring and fixing things. Praise God. Look at your life. Don't only think about your ancestors. Look at your life. How many mistakes did you do in your life? How gracious and great and great our God is, right? He still, he didn't kick you out. He still loves you. And you're still alive. You're still in the church and you still have hope and you have future and you have eternity, right, waiting for you. We're going to live forever in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So I met your pastor, uh, Pastor John and Lanell, some years ago here in Texas, and I'm so blessed to be with you here. And we're all praying and looking forward for your pastors and you, your church, to come and visit us in Israel, to come and bless us, to stand with us, to release spiritual blessings. And I know it's going to be life-changing experience for us and for you. In the kingdom, it's always two ways. It's always mutual. You give and you receive. You bless and you are blessed, right? So 
Praise the Lord. We're looking forward and we're praying. I know Pastor, uh, I've been texting this morning with Pastor John and Lanell. They, they said they're praying for you. They're praying for me. What a wonderful people. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, living in Israel, once again, walking the land, I can tell you, you will see and you will, you will be reminded by every story, every corner, every piece of land about few things all the time, about reality of our God. God is real. He is real. He exists. He is real. He is working. He is doing things. And it's just amazing to see he is real. And I know sometimes it feels like I have a problem in my life. Is God going to move things? Is God going to, you know, come to me and help me? Yes, he will. He is real. And if you ever forget in that, look at Israel. You look at Israel and you will be surprised and blessed. Another thing you always see, obviously, it's the, it's the accuracy and power of word of God. He's an amazing God. He spoke thousands of years ago about our days and all the details of the Bible coming to pass as we speak. If you ever have problem in your life, go back to his word. If you need answers to your prayer, pray, but also pray and quote his word, stand on his word, and you're going to see how his word coming to pass. And Israel is just evidence for you, just to encourage and lift up your faith. Because what God spoke about Israel, it was impossible. For generations, people were guessing, reading the Old Testament prophecies about restoration of the land and of country, and people would come back and they would say, well, it's written in the Bible, but we know it's impossible. So let's figure it out. Maybe it's symbolic, maybe, and they created even replacement theology, but no, God really meant it. He meant every word he said. His word is real. Praise the Lord. Amen? Well, and third thing, there is more, but third thing I want to share with you today. When you walk in the land, when you live in the land, you can obviously see th that spiritual word is real. Spiritual reality, spiritual realm is real. There is God and his angels, but there is also demonic manifestations. There is devil, darkness and light. It's the real stuff. It's not only the story of your grandma. That's the real stuff. It's written in the Bible, and we can see that. You know, from Israel, we watch a lot happening in America, and we know all the changes and all the, all the situations, all what's happening here. And I can tell you, one event enlightened all nations and causing so many problems and divisions and pain and questions and people tr trying to figure it out who is right and who is wrong, what happening? I can tell you. Bible said, give you an example from New Testament, in the book of Revelation, when God gives a sign and angels will give the sign and blow the shofar, the trumpet, he blow the trumpet and it says the hell will be open and spirits, the, the evil spirits will come out they look like a frog. It's in Revelations, right? And go, they're going to lie to the nations and to the kings. Well, many things that happen around us, we shall remember, it's a spiritual things. 
not always good things. God is releasing good things, but also enemy is at work. So we have to read our Bible and pray for God that he will open our spiritual eyes to see the, his reality, to see what he is doing, to see where is God and where is enemy. And we are people of God. You are church of God, church on the rock. And who is the rock? Jesus, his word, right? He is the rock of our salvation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. So God created church for us to be reminded, to be encouraged, to remember he is at work in your life. Not only in the nations, in Israel, somewhere far away in Israel, but also in your life. And it's amazing to see how much we are connected. What happening in Israel, affecting nations, affecting America, our situations affecting your country. And sorry, I have no time today to speak about it, but that's the reality. That's the reality. His kingdom is real. Amen. Praise the Lord. And we are part of his kingdom. You know, today when we were worshiping, uh, second time worshiping before this meeting, I saw a vision in the spirit. I saw some of you at your house, at your porch, at your yard, praying. And I, I saw the movement of the, of the Holy Spirit that inviting you, I really saw it in the way of inviting you to prayer life, inviting you to pray more for other nations, to pray more for Israel. And also, I have seen clearly, for some people, God is going to teach you about power of even short prayers. Not only prayer gatherings and prayer meetings and times when you have an hour or half an hour to pray, but even few minutes prayers, time of short prayer, when you sit down and invite the Lord to touch your life, to work in your life, and then to use you to bless others. And I saw some of you in the spirit, you've been just praying, releasing short blessings, but power of God is moving through your prayers. Praise the Lord. I don't know who are you or who God is knocking to the door of your heart, but just receive it and you will see the prayer, it's a wonderful journey. Prayer life, it's a wonderful journey. Well, I want to read from Jeremiah 31, <clears throat> verse 10, it says here, Hear the word of the Lord, you nations. Proclaim it in distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will gather them and will watch over his flock like a shepherd. For the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem from the hand of those stronger than they. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. Praise the Lord. Prophet said, long before it happened, go and proclaim the word of the Lord. We have word of, Lord, word of the Lord. You have word of the Lord. And it's very important to proclaim his word, to use your mouth, to read the Bible, to see what's written here, and proclaim his word. I know you know that, but it's important to come back to these prayers when you just quote the word of God, releasing the word of God, proclaiming the word of God, saying blessing over your family, saying blessing over your neighbors, saying blessing over your children, relatives, your 
enemies. What about enemies? It's also in the Bible somewhere, right? Bless your enemies, love your enemies, and proclaim blessings of God over their life. Hallelujah. Who of you can say, I don't have any enemies. I don't have any people who I have a problem with. No hands, really. <laughs> we all have situations, but God is moving on our behalf and he's working and he's going to use your prayers, prayers and even short prayers. Even short prayers. That's what I heard clearly. Even short prayers. Praise the Lord. Well, let's read the Bible from Isaiah 60. That's of one of my favorite words in the word. Isaiah 60 verse 1 and 2 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. Praise the Lord. It's a good message, right? Wonderful words, prophetic words for our lives and our time. That's about our time. Because Jesus said, at the last days, darkness going to grow. At the last days, we're going to see problems, tribulations, difficulties. We're going to see all kinds of terrible events. But he said, when you're going to see all of that happen, all of that taking place, run to your bomb shelter. Sorry, I don't know, you don't have bomb shelters. In Israel, every house has a bomb shelter. My, in my apartment, I have a bomb shelter. Well, right, run to, I don't know, to the woods, right? Run to the place to hide. No, he didn't say that. He said, raise your head and rejoice. Redemption is coming. Praise the Lord. Redemption is coming. And you know, my wife gets saved, by the way, because someone was reading to her book of Revelation. And they were scaring her about last time events. She gets scared and gets saved. Praise God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> so I don't want to scare you, but when you read about last days, when you read about those events, and you think about it as a, peop as a person, as a man, as a woman, who have family, who has children. It's tough, right? It's scary, right? It's kind of uncomfortable. We try to be positive. We try to, you know, skip that chapter and go to the next one. They, they, they turn into one, but it's scary at times, right? Yes, it's going to be not easy for sure. But if we keep kingdom perspective, if we keep kingdom mind, we will see what others cannot see. We will see glory of God. We will see what God is doing, and we're going to be part of it. Praise the Lord. And God said, when you see all this difficult stuff you don't like, you're scared of, raise your head and rejoice. Praise God. I know when you walk in flesh, by flesh, it's not easy, but when we walk in the Spirit, when we walk by the Word of God, it will be glorious. It will be wonderful. Difficult, but wonderful. Praise God. And that's the, what Isaiah proclaiming here. Rise and shine. 
You know, I remember one time I missed my play, plane back to Israel, and it was right before Passover, by, before Pesach. I have to be with my church. I have to be home. It was just last year. I ran into the, to the counter, and I, I found out I did mistake in my calculations. I am PM. I mixed things around my plane. Plane already took off. So I come into the lady, it was Afro-American lady, Russian, worried. I had no time even to pray. I just recognized, oh, I missed my plane. I rushed into her and said, excuse me, I have a problem. She was very calm. She said, no, sir, you don't have a problem. You have a situation. <laughs> I like that. I love that. You know? <laughs> That's a good lesson. <laughs> and by the way, I didn't tell the whole story earlier. There is another gentleman, also Afro-American gent gentleman, came to me, asked me what I do. I told him I'm a pastor. He said, oh, I'm a pastor too. I just preached this morning, and he gave me all sermon, what he was preaching, and I just felt, I wanted to kind of, you know, well, let's talk business. I miss my plane. But I felt in the spirit, just listen, just listen. So I listened to his message. It was wonderful. Message of the fire of the Holy Spirit. Then he took me by hand, led me through all the process, and eventually I got a new ticket. You know, he brought me to the British lady. It was British Airlines. Airlines. He brought me to the lady, and she said, you're in trouble. You miss your plane. It's on you. I said, yes, I know, but I need to get home. She said, well, you need to pay for your ticket. Sure, I need to pay for my ticket. And she go and like, type in, and this man, when he walked me, he prayed for me. We agree in the name of Jesus. We pray together. And this lady typing and saying, oh, I think you have your... Pesach or Passover miracle, right? Only $100 for two of you and you're going back home. Praise the Lord. It's an expensive ticket, you know. Anyway, we have faced all kinds of problems, all kinds of situations, but God said, rise and shine. Rise and shine. And you know, that's powerful words. And here actually we see in this message two messages. Good and bad. Now, if someone come to you and ask you, I have two messages for you, good and bad, what would you like to hear first? What would be your answer? Bad, what is it? <laughs> bad or good? Oh, some say good, some say bad. Okay, in Israel, we always say, give me bad news first, right? Let's deal with the problem, and then maybe some, some delivery, right? Some good news. Okay, so bad news, it says here, behold, be ready, darkness shall cover the earth. And not only that, and deep darkness, the people. So we see here two kinds of darknesses, and bad news, darkness going to come, darkness going to cover the whole earth, darkness going to grow over, over governments, over nations, over people, is going to grow and in Bible, it says two kinds of darknesses. In Hebrew, we have two different words. It's, one is choshech. It's like darkness in Egypt. When it was, you know, choshech Mitzrayim, we say uh, darkness of Egypt. When it was so dark, people couldn't see anything, and even light wouldn't help. It was tangible, physical, present darkness. That's what's going to be released in last days. Sorry, I know it's Sunday morning. It should be encouraging. It's going to get better, okay? <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> second is Arafel. In Hebrew, second kind of darkness is Arafel, which is like a fog. People get blind. First is, you know, people are going to be scared. 
keep people going to be full of fear, anxiety, all this presence of darkness, and second, just blindness. You know, when, when fog is very strong, it's dangerous even to drive, right? You cannot see what's what ahead of you. That's what's going to come to this earth. That's the bad news. Good news, right in the midst of darkness, when darkness is going to be stronger and stronger, darker and darker, God said, right then, not any, when everything is fine, sunshine outside, birds are singing songs. No. When it's going to be dark, God said, arise and shine. He is preparing his church. He is preparing you for such a time like this. That's what Holy Spirit is doing in you right now. When you see it and, we, and when you don't see it. He is preparing us for darkest hours. You know, let me share you my story, my testimony. Uh, about 17 years ago, I was living in Tel Aviv. I was working in the church as a, a full-time evangelist. Great time, wonderful, wonderful time. And then in the middle of good life, wonderful uh, history, wonderful, wonderful events, God spoke to me and changed my life by saying, leave everything behind, move to Ashdod, and start a church. And he showed me a vision. Now, Ashdod is in the Bible, in the Old Testament. Who remembers the story of uh, Ark of the Covenant taken by Philistines? You know, that's in Ashdod. They brought it in Ashdod before Israelis came to the city. Uh, New Testament, Philip the Evangelist was translated by the Holy Spirit and landed in my city next to my church. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I was sitting in the Bible. Come and see. You will, you will see it. Now, God said to me, leave everything behind and move to Ashdod. And I knew he gave me a year of preparation. So I took time and I pray every week, every day for the future events. And one of the things he told me, he told me about persecutions, that I and my church are going to face persecutions. Well, is it good news or bad news? Actually, it's both. But, and, and you know, I took it seriously and I tried to prepare myself. I tried to pray time to time, Lord, prepare me, make me strong. I want to be ready for persecutions. Tell me what to do. And I thought, I thought I kind of ready. A couple years later, already, church already started and we had movement of God going on. And then we started to face persecutions. And by persecutions, I mean we have, like we are city church, our church building in the city. We have many buildings next to each other. You're blessed to be here out of nowhere, you know, out of, <laughs> in the fields. God bless Texas. It's a big country. Yeah. One house, then another house, you know, like we've been driving from, from Dallas. Wow. Uh, in, in Israel, you know, we fight for every piece of land, for every square meter, you know, not mile, meter, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we have lots of neighbors and thousand Orthodox rabbis and uh, Orthodox believers uh, came against our congregation to protest. It was led by all the lead rabbis in the city, and you know, they have a power, people believe them. It's Israel, it's not country when people believe in Jesus. Yeah, I know, it should be, it's going to be, not yet. Uh, yeah, it's in the Bible, you know, it's going to come. But anyway, we had thousand protesters coming, and it was very intimidating. They promised to all city that we're going to close this church down. 
They said, we have mixed cities, we have cities where Christians and Muslims and Jewish live together, but Ashdod is just a Jewish city. We have 400 synagogues and we don't need church here. That was their message. It reminds me stories from the New Testament, right? The Paul, the apostles, the persecution, same thing. Now, it was the beginning. TV, newspapers, internet, radio, all nations spoke against our church and missionaries, bad missionaries who preaching Jesus in Ashdod. Sometimes when I shared that with Americans, they would ask me, well, it's a good free advertisement. How many people came to check your church after that? Zero. We have different culture. <laughs> people don't believe in Jesus and they, they don't want to mess with that. No one. It was tough. Now, after that, the rabbis printed posters, uh, posts, big posts with my picture and my wife's picture, where our home address, red and, uh, red, uh, red and black, like, you know, old cowboy movies, Wanted? That was me. All over the city. So I, I remember those days, I would walk in the city and I felt like a movie star. My picture's everywhere. No, 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 no. <laughs> It was difficult, it was scary, and I had looks, and people would come, are you, uh, are you? Yes, it's me. That's wrong, you know, that's wrong. It's illegal, but they did it anyway. So it was tough, tough times, and we've been followed. Uh, you know, like James Bond movies, you drive and you have a tail. They're driving behind you. And our church members had visits uh, with pressure. Don't preach Jesus, don't go to church. We are Jewish people, church is not for Jewish people. You know, and on and on and on. It was tough. And I can tell you, when it just started, it was a season of some years, but when it just started, it was tough. We came next morning together as a team. We didn't know what going to be tomorrow like, what going to happen with our family, our kids. You know, we're all married. I have three kids. They, back then they were in the school. What's going to happen? What's what going to be future like? And it was, the feeling was like we are in the storm, in the midst of storm, when different dark powers released against us. The wind, the waves, you know, it was difficult. But I remember we've been trying to figure it out, been thinking, praying, but when we came to pray, when we come to pray, we would hold our hands and we just close our eyes and we experienced something supernatural. The presence of the Lord, the shalom, the peace of the Holy Spirit, the comfort of the Holy Spirit was so amazing. And it was like, you close your eyes, oh, you have peace and shalom and, you know, and presence of God and glory of God, kingdom of God. You close your eyes, the riots, the persecutions, the bad news, you know, you close your eyes again and you're in the kingdom, you're in his presence, you're in Jesus. And you know what? I found out I tried to be ready, but I wasn't ready. When it's, when it's happened, when persecutions happened, I wasn't ready. And that's my message to you. Probably you will never be ready to full extent to what's going to happen and to what's going to come. But the good news, you have Holy Spirit inside of you. Yes, yes, praise the Lord. You have Jesus in your life, inside of you. And even if you're not ready, even if you doesn't feel like I'm strong, I'm ready for all of that, but when you will need it, God will work on your behalf. God will work in you. And you will rise lion in you. Yes. 
He will write boldness in you. He will give you power to overcome. And it's supernatural. It's not from us. It's from Him. Hallelujah. So if you feel you're not ready, no worries. It's not about you. It's about Him, about His glory, about His power, about His presence. Praise Jesus. He is good. Hallelujah. Yeshua is wonderful. And by the way, that's the original name of Jesus, Yeshua. He was translated to Greek as Jesus become Jesus. And, but good news, whatever you call him, Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, God knows what you mean and he answers your prayers. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Just say Jesus. Just say Yeshua. And you will see, he will come to help you. Praise the Lord. So that's the message for you today. You know, it's good to try to be ready. It's good to grow spiritually, grow in the spirit, grow in the word, to pray. It's very important, yes. But also remember, you have grace, grace of the Lord, and his grace is sufficient for you. Which is mean, when you finished, when you're done with your power, with your patience, with your wisdom, you have God. And then he works for us, for you, in us. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's a wonderful message, right? So God is saying, in the midst of the darkness, he's speaking to his people. He's speaking to you. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Because he said, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord. And in Hebrew it says here, glory of Jehovah. Jehovah. Father God. Glory of Father God will be risen upon you. Will be over you all the time. Praise the Lord. And you know, I can tell you just example, the story, how, it, how does it work. So I have one of the stories that happened with me here in America. Uh, one of my first visits to the States, and I, I came to preach at the conference, and pastor sent his son-in-law to pick me up from airport, you know, coming from Israel. It was a long journey, almost 24 hours on the way. Tired, exhausted. He picked me up, and I was sitting in his car, and suddenly the driver... The, the, the guy started to cry. And I was like, that's weird, you know. <laughs> he didn't talk to me. He just driving the car and crying. And I see like tears in his eyes and crying. And I thought, I really thought, he's married to pastor's wife. He was a young guy, you know. So maybe he had some problems in the family and now he's in trouble, you know, like, and or whatever. So he brought me to hotel and conference started and I preached at the conference first message. And after that, he came to me and said to me, uh, you know, and he came to me like in kind of very special, with very special body language. He was like, oh, Pastor Israel, full of respect and honor, you know, oh, Pastor Israel, you always see such a glory of God in your country, right? In Israel, everywhere you go, you see his glory, his power, right? And I didn't understand what he's talking about. I said, well, yeah, I believe God is with us. Yeah, sure. Jesus is good. You know, God is good. He's moving in our behalf. But why are you asking? And he said to me, things just touched me, but also shocked me. He said, you know, when you went to my car, I felt like angel of the Lord came to my car. I felt like God himself, Holy Spirit came to my car. Did you feel that? And really, I didn't feel anything. So, so it was like interesting experience, interesting conversation, but it just, it just touched me, you know, it touched me. So I went to my room to pray and I literally was asking God, Lord, what was it? 
What was it? What is it? You know, and in that moment, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And you know, not often you receive, you receive like clear and right away answers from the Lord, but it was one of these moments. Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said to me, I, I noted you and I released my glory over your life. And he said, but you're not going to see that and feel that all the time. And he added, for your protection. Pride, unnecessary attention, and other stuff for your protection. But then he said, but time to time, just to encourage you, I will give you all kinds of situations and manifestations when you will see and you will, you will be remembered that my glory in you. And then he added, and same glory and same anointing I gave to every single believer, every daughter and son of God. Praise the Lord. We have his glory. Hope of glory. Jesus himself lives in us. Praise the Lord. You not always see that, and it's okay. You not always feel that, that's okay. But you have it. You would better believe it. Because it's a spiritual reality. It's a fact. It's what happened in your life. When you received Jesus as your Lord, Lord and Savior, that's what happened to you. If you're new here, if you're first time here, if you haven't received Jesus, I have good news for you. You will have an opportunity tonight. I mean, this morning, today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We will pray and the end and you, you can do that. So that's the message. Rise and shine. And you know, I love the language of Old Testament. I love the language of the Bible. The message is wonderful because it says, and glory of Jehovah, glory of the Lord, is risen upon you. And then it says about darkness. And then once again, by the Lord will arise over you and his glory will be seen upon you. There will be situations, there will be moments when glory of God will be seen upon your life. And I believe when darkness going to be darker, when darkness going to grow, we will see God's glory more and more. We will see manifestations of his glory more and more. Praise God. And I can tell you what Bible teaches us. That's for every believer. I know we have a problem in Israel. Sometimes I preach that message and people look at each other and say, yeah, yeah, I preach about my leader. Yeah, or my husband. He is the man of prayer. But I'm just a person. It's for everyone. Can you turn to your neighbor, please? And can you tell him? Can you tell him? He speaks about you. He's speaking about you. And about me. Right? And about me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, so let's move on. I want to read for you Ezekiel 36. That's the story about Israel, but also about you. In the spirit, we are connected. You know, I tell you stories from Israel, basically stories from Israel, because I came from Israel. But I can tell you, all these stories, they also affecting your life. They're also for you. You know, for Israel to be reborn, to be reestablished, God did such an amazing miracles. He moved nations around. He rose empires. Empires came and empires gone to prepare a way for people of Israel. 
praise the Lord. So many miracles happened. You know, just 100 years ago, Mark Twain, you know, he traveled in, to Jerusalem and he wrote in his, uh, uh, in his books, he said, I traveled from Damascus, which is Syria, capital of Syria, from Damascus to Jerusalem. On my way, I have seen only one tree. And he said, this one blossom land, once blessed land, become cursed, devastated, it's dead, and he said, and it will never alive again. But he wasn't prophet. He did great work of description, but he wasn't prophet. Amen? God said something different. Praise God for Mark Twain, now we have documentary and we have pictures. <laughs> but God has said something different, right? Maybe your doctor is like Mark Twain, he's speaking something bad to your life. Maybe your business giving you bad messages, you know, your circumstances, your kids giving you bad messages. You have word of God. You have word of God, amen? God has promised and he's going to keep his word. Praise the Lord, he's going to keep his word. Now, Ezekiel 36, it's an amazing chapter because prophets going to kind, all kind of details about the land of Israel and literally speaking to the land not to people, not to what's happening, but before anything happened, God saying to him, go and prophesy. Go and speak and release my word. And he said, speak to the hills, speak to the mountains, speak to the fields and tell them, my people are coming back. Say to trees to grow. Say to trees to spread their branches. Praise the Lord. And you know, just 70 years ago, nation of Israel, country of Israel was just devastated. No trees, no agriculture. It was a desert. Once blossom land really became a desert. It was a desert. But God gave a sign to the nations. God started to move. He brought people from the nations and he restored nation of Israel miraculous way and existence of Israel. You know, if I would be God, I probably would place Israel somewhere in New Zealand, you know, far away from people, far away from, you know, you know, we have a we have a joke. I heard it from, from American Jews, you know. Uh, God, is, uh, God is creating Israel and nations, and he dividing land, I mean, the earth, to different nations, and he's speaking to his angels, and he's saying, and I'm going to create special country, country of Israel. I'm going to do this and that in this country, a desert and mountains and, wood and forest and woods and sea and dead sea and what, all of that. And he said, I'm going to bless them. And angel said, wow, you're going to bless them so much more than others. And then he said, wait a minute. You will see what kind of neighbors I prepare for them. <laughs> That's our reality, really. <laughs> Every, you know, Israel is a small country, size of New Jersey. And in the middle there is West Bank, in the middle there is Gaza Strip, so it's even less than New Jersey. Now, and we have great nations around us, big nations, Egypt, Jordan, Iraq, Iran, you know. And it's constant hostility. They all want to wipe us out, but they cannot. Why? Because God has promised. I know, praise the Lord. I know sometimes you can hear the preachers and you kind of can have a picture that Israel is a great and wonderful and powerful country. No, it's not. It's only because of mercy of our God and his promises. We had recently 
A couple years ago, we had a story when uh, there were tensions between Israel and Iran, and Israel said, we're going to strike Iran, and Iran started to speak to their nation, and general, one of the lead generals of Iran, Iranian army, came to their TV, it was in Par Persian language, came on TV, and he spoke to his nation just saying, no, Israel not going to strike us, they're, they're far away, and they're a small country, we're a big country, but he didn't do his homework. So he was spoken on TV, live, you know, with the map on the screen, like here is the screen, and he's saying, you see, here is great nation, no, they have special language, great nation, ancient nation of Iran, you know, like, you know, have a history, and he showed the Iran, and he said, and Israel is, and he tried to find Israel on the map, and he couldn't. And then you can hear voices behind the screen, left, left, right, right, down, down. And then he found Israel. I told you, he didn't do homework, obviously. He found Israel, and he goes like, oh, it's a, such a small country. Just a dot on the country. Say, oh, no, we are stronger. They're not going to strike us, and, and on and on. That's a fact. It's a very tiny, small country. But it takes attention of the world. Why? Just because of God. Just because of his word. Because of God. And sometimes when you hear excited you know, messages and, and preachers about Israel, you really can feel like they're a special country. They're a great country. Spiritually, it is special. Practically, ask Jacob. We are from Israel. We know how to complain. You know? <laughs> There's lots and lots of challenges. But God has promised and is keeping his word. And, for example, Ezekiel 36, prophets speaking about land of Israel, land, people, neighbors. He's speaking about uh, punishment for the nations who fought against Israel. He's doing all of these great messages. But then suddenly, he turns around and he speaks to people of Israel, speaking to us. And listen what he said. It's, it's powerful. Verse 22. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, it is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I am about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which you have profaned among the nations to which you came. And there is more and more and more scriptures in the same tone, with the same message. What does it mean? He's speaking about all these great promises, wonderful promises, but then he speaks to Israel, to us. And basically he's saying here, I'm going to do all these great things not because of you. You profound my holy name. You put my name in shame. You broke my covenants. You wasn't faithful. You received a lot and you broke it. You received glory of God like other, other nations didn't and you fail. You not deserve it. You're not worth it, you don't deserve it. But then it says, but I'm going to do all these great promises, all these great things, because of my holy name, says the Lord. Praise the Lord. So it's not about me. It's not about us. It's not about Israel. It's about God himself. Hallelujah. That's about his glory. Praise the Lord. Now, let me tell you. If you ever will meet some proud Israeli or proud Jewish person, and he will tell you, we are great, we are this and that, and you know, we are wise and smart, and you can smile 
And you can tell them, I know, I know, but it's not about you. It's about my God. It's about Jesus that you don't know yet. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen? But let me, let, me think, talk, let me talk about you for a moment. Think about your life. How are you doing? How are you doing spiritually? Are you always do right? Are you always walk in peace? Are you, don't you do mistake or not? I know some of you extremely holy and praise the Lord, I admire you. <laughs> but some of you, you know, we're talking about you. Yes, sir, about you. <laughs> but good message of the Lord, of his word is, it's not about you. It's about his mercy, his grace, his unconditional love. Can you imagine? He still loves you. He still loves us. He still loves your husband. And he still loves your wife. Right? He still loves us, even though. What a God we serve. Hallelujah. So, even you messed up, and you fail, and you did wrong, God is talking to you. Arise and shine. For his light has come to your life. That's time to reflect his glory. That's the time to say, yes, Lord. That's the time to surrender and say, not by my power, not by my might, by, by, but by his spirit, says the Lord. Hallelujah. So let's stand up together and let's pray. Let's pray and I want to pray for you. Book of Acts chapter 3, Peter prophesied and preaching in Jerusalem and he's saying, Jesus came to this earth, he died and rose from the dead and he went to heaven and he will remain in heaven until time of restoration and refreshment will come. So there's two words, refreshment and restoration. God is restoring Israel, yes, you say that. God is restoring Israel, but also he is restoring his church. He is restoring his glory. He is restoring his power. He is restoring his healing power in our lives. We're going to see his glory even more. He brought us to this earth for such a time as this. And he is going to equip us and to prepare us. Hallelujah. Make us strong. And when it's needed, when we will need it, his glory will rise, arise. His glory will come down. His glory will be manifested through us, through you. You're going to touch people and they will be healed. You're going to speak to people and they will be saved. You're going to come to the places and blessing will be released. When darkness is going to be stronger, the light of Jesus is going to be brighter. Hallelujah. And his light is in us. It's about you and me. It's about us. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. What a powerful God. What a wonderful kingdom. Right? We're speaking about kingdom of God. Yes, devil is real. Demons are real. But God is real even more. And he's, he has all the power. He has all the glory. And he is releasing that to our lives. Hallelujah. So let's pray together. Let's close our eyes and just receive prayer. Let's pray together. I know... 
when you're going to pray, Holy Spirit is going to work in your heart and touch you and show you different things, show you different situations. Just let Holy Spirit work in you. Just invite Him to work in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we're here together in your presence. And Lord, I pray, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, Lord, that you touch your people. Give us, Lord, spirit of refreshing, fresh experience in us. Refresh us, Lord. Renew us, Lord. Work in us, Jesus. Cleanse us, Jesus. Change us, Yeshua, Jesus. Hallelujah. We invite you, Holy Spirit, just breathe on us, Lord. Breathe on us, Lord. Move in our midst. Move in my heart, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Draw us closer to you, Yeshua. Draw us closer to your presence, to your glory, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to focus on you, to see what you do, Lord, to see your kingdom and reality of your kingdom, Lord. Help us not to be distracted, Lord, but focus on you, Yeshua. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you for your presence, Jesus. If anyone, you're, if anyone here have a sickness, problem, just raise your hand, just wave. I'm not going to call you up. Just raise your hand and keep your hand up. I'm going to pray for you. you know, Jesus also healing us. Restoration means also restoration in our body, our health, our businesses, our relationship, everything. Our relationship, yes. Relationship with father and daughter, mother and children, family, husband. God going to touch your family and heal it. Take it away. Take it away. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray. Touch everyone who is sick here and heal his body. Heal your body, Lord. Heal, Lord. Take away all the tumors. We're saying for tumors to go away in the name of Jesus. Pain, go away in the name of Jesus. Heart conditions, go away in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We release your blessing, Lord. Your blessing, Lord. Your glory, your presence, and your blessing and your healing, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your presence. Oh, thank you for your presence. Hallelujah. Oh, I know it's Sunday morning. I would love to continue. It's so wonderful to be here and wonderful to feel Holy Spirit at work in us. I don't know, many of you, you will see changes. You know, sometimes you walk, your, you walk out and it was good meeting, good service. But you will see God will come to you even tonight. He will work in you even this night and tomorrow night. You're going to see dreams, dreams and visions. And you will be reminded by Holy Spirit about prayer. Just do it. Let Holy Spirit lead you and again refresh you in Him. So for closing, I want to pray for you and release prayer, biblical prayer, prayer that was given by God himself, Father God himself, when he came to Moses and he said to Moses, Moshe, in Hebrew it's Moshe, Moses, teach Aaron 
to pray this prayer over my people. And then he said, when he's going to release this prayer, my people will be blessed. And the short prayer contained blessings in a relationship, protection of God from any problems, any disasters. Hallelujah. Financial prosperity. Anything you need from God, your health, anything you need from God is in that prayer. Short but very powerful prayer. So I'm going to pray for you in Hebrew, okay? In English, it's going like, God will bless you. God will bless you and keep you. God will shy his face, which is his presence, over you. God will give you mercy and give you peace or shalom. So I'm going to release this prayer in original language, like it's written in the Bible, okay? So just close your eyes, raise your hand, and just receive a blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Ivarechecha Adonai v'yishmerecha. Ya'er Adonai panavelecha v'ikonecha. Ya'er Adonai panavelecha v'yasem lecha shalom. B'shem Yeshua Mashiach. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be blessed. Praise Jesus. but I felt that impartation as he prayed. Uh, there's something powerful uh, when the man of God brings the word of God. And so we're very grateful. If our prayer team will come up uh, here real quick uh, as we're closing our service. Once again, we're very grateful that you're here this morning. Uh, just glad that you're here. If you need prayer for anything, we would love to linger around and pray for you. We're going to go back into just a time of worship here for a few moments. Um, here in just a second, if you'd like to bless uh, Pastor Israel, we'll have a Bible here on the stage. And we'll also have our ushers at the back with uh, offering buckets that you can bless the man of God. But listen, before we leave, um, where are you spiritually right now? You know, Pastor Israel just brought a word about rising and shining. Now is our time. You know, things are dark right now, but you know what? Jesus is in us and God is allowing us an opportunity to do a great work because God wants to use us to point people to him. Amen. But listen, maybe you're in this place today and you're away from God. The Bible says that Jesus loves you, that he cares for you. The Bible says that he went to the cross to die on the sins, to die on the cross for our sins so that we could have relationship with the Father, so that we could be forgiven. You know, maybe you're in this place today and you haven't done that. Um, you know, a couple days ago, uh, my grandmother passed away. And as I was in the hospital with her, she was a believer. She loved Jesus with her whole heart. And, and literally, we're sitting around kind of her bed and we can see the life leave her. And we know the last breath that she believed, breathed on earth it was the next breath she was in the presence of Almighty God. And beyond a shadow of a doubt, we know where she is today. But do you know where you would go today if you were to die? Listen, Jesus paid the price, but he said there's only one way to the Father, and that's through him, to repent of our sins and to believe. And if you're in this place today and you say, I need to put my trust in Christ, I don't know where I would spend eternity. I do not have a walk with God through Jesus. Today can be your day to put your trust in Christ. Guys can, God can do a work in your life. He can save you and he can establish you to do the work that he wants to do in the earth through your life. And if that's you here today, you want to get right with God, just raise your hand where you're at and I would love to pray with you here in just a second.
Amen. Well, listen, let's lift our hands. Our prayer team is up here if you need prayer for anything. But let's go out worshiping the Lord. And I'll be over there at the cross if you'd like prayer as well. Bless you.